Question of the day. When is the best age for a woman to have a baby? Let's talk about it. Hey, 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 Charisma here. Welcome back. If you're new around here, hello. So when is the best age for a woman to have a baby? Halle Berry has been in the news recently advising women not to get bogged down by the pressure to have their babies, have babies in their 30s. But before I get into that and share with you in her own words what she had to say, I want to refer to some stats, some information by medical news today when it comes to women being able to have babies or when is the best age for a woman to have start a family, have a baby. Fertility begins in adolescence when a teenager enters puberty and then steadily increases for several years, typically the 20s-ish or 20s mark a time of high fertility for both males and females. According to the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, females experience a slight reduction in fertility in their early 30s, and this will decrease significantly between the ages of 35 and 45. A healthy 30-year-old has a 20% chance of pregnancy each month. Listen to that number. A 30-year-old has about a 20% chance of pregnancy each month. By age 40, that figure reduces to less than 5 per cycle. 5% per cycle. There is no set age limit on male fertility those sperm quality de decreases and or declines slightly as, as male ages. By the time a male is in his 60s, a, a reduction in number and quality of the sperm might make it more difficult to conceive. Age is not the only factor that affects a woman's ability to conceive. Around 12 to 13 percent of couples in the U.S have problems becoming pregnant, regardless of age. Now, individual health, including conditions such as polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, and endometriosis that may affect fertility, is just as important as a typical age-related um, fertility patterns. Now, some questions people might ask about biological readiness, include what are the odds of a successful pregnancy at my age? Would delaying pregnancy for a year or two significantly decrease my fertility? And do I have any medical conditions that might affect fertility or that warrant treatment before trying to become pregnant? Psychological factors and timing. Having a baby can bring emotional and psychological challenges and may require patience, flexibility, planning, a willingness to seek help, seek help when necessary, and empathy. 
Now, there may be financial issues as well that, you know, younger individuals experience or women. So what happens if you miss the ideal age? It might be impossible for a person to predict the exact right time for them to have a baby. Some individuals might be biological ready to have a child in their early 20s, but not in the right place financially and emotionally. This does not mean that they have missed their opportunity to have a child. Individuals must consider all factors making the decision that suits them. However, however, women must be aware that they cannot have a baby after menopause. The average age of menopause is 51 years, and most people would experience a significant dip in hormones in the years leading up to menopause. While there's no specific age at which males can no longer conceive, their sperm does change and reduce in number as they age. Although age or males, sorry, are still able to conceive in their 60s and beyond. Their sperm may not be as genetically healthy. So in other words, the earlier a woman has a child, it's better for her. Even though we're in this society where we're, we're encouraging women to have children later, pushing it off, the facts remain that it is always better for women to have children as earlier as possible. So from their 20s, because women back in the day, 100 years ago, women were having children much earlier, even in their teens, in their early 20s, because of their biolog the biological factors. So feminism has really cause a doozy when it comes to women, encouraging women to put child, raising a family, starting a family off to later times when, you know, when she's older, which as you heard here, according to medical news today, that her chances are decreasing. A 30 something year old woman, her chances, there's a 20% chance of pregnancy each month. So by age 40, it's reduced to 5% per cycle. But yet we have Halle Berry talking about women and how they should, you know, don't, don't wait. Don't even think about starting a family. Um, you know, do you own you, do you, but Hey, Let's hear in her own words what Halle Berry had to say. Your sexuality as a woman is accepting the station you're at, you know, and embracing that. And I say that because I'm down the path of life and I'm smack dab in the middle of menopause. Mm -hmm. And I am challenging everything I thought I knew about menopause. Like, your life is over. You are disposable. Society no longer has a place for you. You should retire. You should pack it up. I'm challenging all of those stereotypes. You look a certain way. You have to feel a certain way. No, that's not true. I'm my best self now that I reached 56 years old. I have the most to so offer. So she's 56. I have zero 
blanks to give anymore, right? I'm solidly in my womanhood. I'm solidly in uh, who I am and what I have to offer and what I have to say. I finally realized it's valuable, even if no one else agrees. It's my point of view and I have a right to mm. have it. So, you know, that's what I say. Own wherever you are. That's own where I'm at. Are. If you're in your 20s, own that. Own the era of exploration. Earn the era of real curiosity. Earn the era of trying to figure out who you are. Take your time and figure yourself out. You don't have to be rushed. You don't have to be forced. There's, It's not a race. If you're in your mid-30s, don't be bogged down by you have to have children by a certain age. You decide when you want to have children. And by the way, if you want to mm. have children. Wow. You decide if you want to have children. You decide if when you want to have children. There's no race, but there is. When it comes to a woman, there is a biological clock that's ticking. So why why are you advising women that you decide when you want to have children? Suppose the women don't want to have children until they're 50. When we we know that menopause generally and can start around 51. And once you're in that time and space in your life as a woman, it's impossible to have a child. It's impossible. Even though a man can can, you know, have children even in the 60s and beyond, women there is a limited time for a woman to be able to conceive and have a healthy pregnancy or pregnancies. Now, this is Halle Berry. I mean, I love Halle Berry, okay? I love her movies. But it really bothers me when a woman who already has two children, she wanted to have two children. Children, she says, in 2019, the mother of two told InStyle that she loved being pregnant and probably would have had five children if she had started earlier. She added, or if she hasn't been busy trying to make movies, I would have, I have been, I would have been the perfect surrogate. And although her two kids are growing up, they'll always be little in her eyes. So let's see when she had her first child. Let's see something. When did Halle Berry? Have kids. Let's see here. When did she start? How old was she? I should ask this question. How old? Let me go back here. How old was Hallie? Yes, when she had a baby. Let's see. So she had her baby at 47. which is late for a woman, really. Yeah, actually, actually 41. At 41. So she was in her early 40s when she had her first child. And now she's advising women, um, you don't. And, she, and clearly in her words, she said, she wished she had started earlier. 
But yet she's out here advising women saying, don't be bogged down to start a have a family in your 30s. And we know that there are complications when you have children later in life. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving on, today I want to talk about a real life story, a real life fatal attraction story, actually. Now, this is not something that's new in in the me in the media, but it's been around. And this is only back in 2021. So this is a couple years ago. So falsely accused of rape by the lover he dumped, this married bar barrister was thrown in a cell. That was just a part of the campaign of revenge that saw her stabbed her own thigh and blame him. There's nothing unusual about the first time Anesha Ahmed first contacted Isbal Mohammed via the professional networking site LinkedIn. He was a successful commercial barrister with a top legal chambers in Birmingham who starred in a 2008 BBC TV docuseries called The Barristers. She was an ambitious young lawyer from Oxford trying to get a foot in the door. People sent him their CVs all the time or message, messages asking for career advice. Partially, she follows up with an email to his work account requesting feedback and listing 10 rather presumptuous questions about his career path and salary, among other things. She sounded a bit haughty and demanding, so I deleted it without replying, Mr. Mohammed, 38 of that first 2010 contact from the woman who would later set out to destroy him. But Ahmed, Ahmed's, was nothing if not persisted. Three years later, she invited him to connect on LinkedIn again. This time, her simple hi, an attractive profile picture ignited an exchange of friendly, rather flirty messages leading to a coffee shop meeting. She was personable and there was no warning signs at all, he says, of that first ill-fated meeting. While I, flattered by her attention, was an idiot. Today, Mr. Muhammad bitterly regrets not telling Ahmed she, he was engaged when she showed more than a professional interest in him. And the ill-advised affair, which followed lasting less than nine months. So here's the problem. He wasn't up front in the beginning. He never told her that he was engaged. Mistake number one. He will never forgive himself for cheating on his wife. They wed in December 2013. Who learned the devastating truth about when Ahmed, furious to discover when social media, from social media he was married, contacted her. Mr. Mohammed then ended the affair and apologized to his lover. But in doing so, he sparked an extraordinary real-life fatal attraction campaign of revenge, which ended only last week at Oxford Crown Court when Ahmed 33 was finally jailed. Indeed, all that seemed to be missing from this disturbing case 
was a bunny boiling in the pan on top of the stove. One of the most memorable scenes from the 1987 movie thriller starring Michael Douglas as an adulterous lawyer and Glenn Close and as his deranged, spurned mistress. Did you see that movie? Yeah, that was really interesting and scary too. Given a discretionary life sentence with a minimum term of four years and six months, the court heard how Ahmed had relentlessly harassed Mr. Muhammad and tried to destroy him with an evil and malicious plot. I felt very sad at this wasted life, this prison sentence that she brought upon on herself, but also a great sense of relief that the nightmare was finally over and with justice done, we had closure, said Mr. Muhammad in his first interview. With Ahmed now in jail for the first time in years, I feel safe. I don't have to look over my shoulder worrying about what she will do next. I truly believe she is dangerous and there are no lengths she will go into in order to extract, to exact revenge. To be honest, I am still scared of her and the grudge she holds against me. I worry about the day she is released, whether she will come after me again. His fears will seem to be not without reason. The court heard how Ahmed not only exposed his infidelity to his family, friends, and colleagues, but tried to have him booted out of his chambers and disbarred. She forged emails from his work account, falsely claiming he was harassing her, and faked phone calls from him, lying to police that he wouldn't leave her alone and had threatened to post intimate pictures of her online. When that failed, and police launched a criminal investigation into her harassment campaign instead, she then falsely accused Mr. Muhammad of rape. Arrested at his chambers in June 2015, handcuffed and locked in a cell for seven hours, Mr. Muhammad was left feeling suicidal with his reputations in tatters. In a final desperate bid to frame his her ex-lover, Ahmed then staged her own kidnap and stabbing, roping in an ex-boyfriend as an accomplice, who confessed to the police she had ordered him to knife her three times. When he refused, fearing he might accidentally kill her, Ahmed is believed to have stabbed her herself. She's believed to have stabbed herself, almost severely severing her femoral, femoral artery with a horrific injury to her thigh. Can you imagine this? A woman would go through so much to frame a man, that a married man who ended his relationship with her. Like, how demonic and evil do you have to be? She told police Mr. Muhammad had ordered the attack on her, later producing a forged confession from an imaginary hate man, wiping away tears visibly from eyes from her veiled face in court as a judge told her she was dangerous. Ahmed looked nothing like the fashionably dressed, westernized career woman police believe deliberately targeted Mr. Muhammad 
after seeing him on TV. Today, he is aware that there are some who will think, who will think he received his just desserts for cheating with a woman who then felt used and betrayed. He agrees. He has every reason to feel deeply ashamed of his actions and the hurt he has caused. He is eternally grateful to his wife, also a lawyer, for giving him a second chance. They reconcile after a painful separation, which was triggered by the discovery of his infidelity. Gentlemen, be very aware. Married men, be very aware of the women who are out there. First of all, if you're married, you should be remain faithful. And also the women that who come after you, even though that you're married to have a relationship, they could be just as psycho as this woman in the story. So be careful with the fire that you play with. And that's all I have to say about that. More and more, we're seeing more stories come to fruition like this. And the sad thing is, though, is that more and more women need to be sent to jail and to be punished for their actions, for accusing, falsely accusing men of heinous acts and getting away with it. We need to see more justice done and more justice served for men that are falsely accused. Let me know what you think of this of this story. Have you, as, as a man, been falsely accused by a woman? Like in this in this example. And I've shared many other examples on the show. But I want to hear from you. Have you experienced this? Um did you did it go to trial? Did it ruin your career? Did it ruin your life? Did it ruin your relationships? I want to hear from you. Share with me below whether you're watching on YouTube or one of the podcasts podcast platform. I want to hear. Share with me your experience when it comes to being falsely accused. And until next time, remember, take care and bye for now. Until tomorrow, I want to hear from you. Bye for now.